Hello. Ahoy. Welcome to season two, episode 14 of Bottom of the Stream. We are back. We are back. This is now, this episode will come out after Christmas, but this is just did, before Christmas. Did you have a good Christmas? Oh, right. Not okay. had it yet. Right. Not had Christmas right. yet. Right. Me neither. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we didn't want to record over Christmas, obviously, so we've, we recorded early this week. So are you all ready? You've only got a couple of days to go. Are yep. you ready for Christmas? Yep. Yeah? I am. Good. Wrapped. Me too. I'm not quite wrapped, Locked. but I'm ready to go. Locked and loaded. Yeah. <laughs> Santa me. Cool. So it's not been that long since we recorded our last episode, so we've not got a lot to talk about in this intro. So It's been approximately an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been more than that. So uh, what are we going to talk about in the intro, Nick? Um, I've got a game. No. Yeah. Have you got a game? Sure have. Excellent. Do you, Am I doing that first or are you doing socials? I'm going to run through the socials first, but nice. I'm excited for this game. Yeah, go, I'm going to run through the socials. Follow us on Twitter at BOTS underscore podcast. Instagram is the same at BOTS underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. The email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. And you can check us out on the website at www.bottomofthestream.com where you'll find every episode we've ever recorded and both season stream table. Um, also, coming soon, I'll have some new social to talk about. Because as we mentioned on our bonus Christmas Day episode, we are joining Patreon. Woohoo! Where if you want to, you can follow the show and help support it at patreon.com soon. And um, we'll obviously when we've got it all sorted, we'll give you the link and we'll be tweeted about it and we'll mention it in every episode. But yeah, hopefully we'll be able to uh, give you some awesome bonus content and yep. some cool merch. We'll let you know the details, what you can get, and um, it's yeah. coming very soon. Very, very soon. Watch this space. Yeah, I just need to find some time to get on a computer and sort so, of So, talking of that, hopefully some people found our Christmas Day bonus episode. Little present that we left. Hopefully they did. I say little. It wasn't little. It was a mammoth. <laughs> it's about two hours long. About two hours. Epic podcast episode with our very good friends from the Grief Burrito podcast. Harrison and Jordan joined us for our Christmas spectacular. Yes, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks, gentlemen. boys. We really appreciate you coming on to the show. It was really well. We had so much fun. We're definitely going to do it again sometime. And it was really good times. And the four of us all talked about our favourite Christmas film. And then we all talked about our top ten films of all time in order from ten to one. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to it do. It was a lot of fun. It was very for, stressful. It was very stressful. A lot more stressful than list. it should have been for a little fun bonus episode. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And if you've not checked out the Grief Burrito Boys, check them out. Their podcast is wonderful. Their YouTube channel is amazing. And they're both awesome, fantastic guys. In fact, I'm going to put their promo just here. Oh, nice. So, listen now. It's coming. I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. Well, I'm Harrison. I'm fucking Jordan. All right! And we're, we're the, the Grief Rio Podcast. Podcast. Let us be your unnatural Sherpa guides on this existential plane of mountainous game and movie exploration. And don't forget about that spookiness that lives within us all. But mainly in you, you spooky bitch. How dare I'm offended. We've been voted the best podcast to listen to by many. By many? That means a few. That's more than one. Results may vary. We'll see you on the next episode of Grief Burrito. Yeah! Yes! There it was. So, yeah, the, yeah, go and check them out. They really deserve all the stuff that's happening to them. That sounds creepy. <laughs> all the good stuff that's happening to them, they really deserve it. Good. Excellent. Game me up, Nicholas. Right, let's do it. So, we're talking this week about Miracle Mile. Yep. We're going back to the 80s. Yep. And Miracle Mile stars Anthony Edwards. It does. Adam, what role would you say Anthony Edwards is most famous for? I would normally do this during my film rundown, but Anthony Edwards is most famous for his role in Top Gun. He is. That is. I'm so glad you said that. Because... <laughs> in ER, that's his most famous <laughs> yeah. role. Um, yeah, he plays Goose in Top Gun. I will accept your first answer. He does. He does. So he does. I have got a game. Excellent. And I found a website okay. today, which you can go and check out and have a look at. Uh, and that website is topgunday.com. Excellent. Okay. All one word. Topgunday. Topgunday.com. And that is a website where you can go and read various articles, okay. talk about Top Gun. Right. But it also has a call sign name generator. Oh, nice. Excellent. So this made me have a think, and I thought, we can get a game out of this. I'm sure we can. So we are going to play Call Sign or Balls Sign. <laughs> okay. So... Not your strongest name, but <laughs> we'll go with it. So... I, I, balls. Yeah, I'm going to give you um, five call signs. Okay. And you tell me which ones were actual call signs from Top Gun. Okay, right. And which ones are not. Okay, I can do that. You up for that? Yeah, I've not seen Top Gun for many, many years. But I 
You'll be fine. Oh, good. <laughs> have you seen the trailer for the new Top Gun? I have, yeah. It looks like it's going to be quite good. Yeah, it does look like a lot yeah, of fun. it does. I'm excited. The zombie goose. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Right, okay. Let's go. I've been so, caught that on some nights out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> right. So, first one. Chipper. Ooh. So, these are from, actually, in the film Top Gun. So, they're either Top Gun. Or Not Gun. Not Gun. <laughs> that would have been a better name. <laughs> okay. This is my game. Top Gun or Not Gun. <laughs> not changing the name now. It was call sign or ball sign. <laughs> um, chipper. No, chipper. Mm, ball sign. Not true. Not gun. <laughs> no, it is top gun. Oh, really? Call sign. Oh, damn it. Okay, next one. Flair. Ooh, I'm going to get ripped for this. Well, a girl I work with did her thesis at university on Tom Cruise. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's going to rip me for this. She absolutely worships him. Um... What was it? Flare? Flare. No, ball sign. Correct. Yes. One all. One all. Next one. Yep. Slider. Oh, that sounds surreal. Yeah, call sign. Correct. Yes, two one to me. Next one. Yep. Merlin. Oh, that sounds like real as well. Yeah. Top gun. Top call sign. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Excellent. What a Three one. I've won again. All right, last one. Jordan's rubbish at your games <laughs> and I'm really good and I'm really pleased about that. Buck. Buck. Yeah. B-U-C-K. Yeah. Not B-O-O-K. No, book. Book. Ball sign. Yeah, it is ball sign. Wow, 4-1. That's Good comeback. done in ages. Do you, do you know what, though? What? So, I, I did lie a little bit earlier. Oh. So, I called it a random uh, call sign generator. Yeah. But you do have to put your name in. Oh, right, okay. So, one of those was your call sign. Oh, really? Yeah. So, if you were a Top Gun pilot, yeah. you would be book. <laughs> Why? That's the, that's the name it gave me I for like you. It. So I will now be calling you Buck. Did you put yours in? Yeah, I'm Flair. Oh, you're Flair? Yeah. Buck and Flair. Yeah. Bottom of the stream with Buck and Flair. That sounds so much better. <laughs> so there you go. Cool. Cheers, Flair. No worries, Buck. Are we, um, Buck. Are we ready to move on? Talk about this week's show? I don't this know This week's show? I just want to episode? talk about Top Gun more. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. Let's Probably do should it. have warned me and I'd have watched it. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so this week we are talking about a film called Miracle Mile. It is from, it was released in 1988, so it is 31 years old. Oh yeah. It was, a, it is currently a 15, it is 1 hour and 27 minutes long, and it's rated at 7 out of 10 on IMDb, Dead 7. That's high. That is high. It's very high. Yeah. For one of our films. Um, as Nick mentioned earlier, it stars Anthony Edwards as Harry, who you will know from Top Gun as he was Goose. You will also know him from ER. He was yeah. in that for quite a long time. For about 10 years. More recently, it was in Designated Survivor, which is a brilliant show on Netflix. Brought it eventually, but I don't think it was originally on Netflix. I think at one time, he was pretty much the highest paid actor on TV. I wouldn't be surprised. E.R. was huge. Him and Clooney. Yeah. E.R. was huge back in the day. Yeah. Really, really huge. Like, bigger than anything you can imagine now. Yep. Designated Survivor is really good as well. The It's, it's been cancelled again. It was cancelled twice. Okay. It was cancelled. Uh, ne- Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Netflix picked it up after it was cancelled by one of the American channels, and then now Netflix have cancelled it after one season. Also stars, now I'm pronouncing this lady's name, M-A-R-E, Mary? Mare? I presume it's Mary. I think so. I... She's not going to be called Mare, is she? No, that's like a horse. Well, it's yeah. not like a horse, it is a horse. Yeah, I'm going with Mary. Mary Winningham, who plays a character called Julie, and she was in Turner and Hooch. I knew I recognised her, <laughs> but I was relying on your research she to tell me where Turner from. And Hooch. She's also in Philomena. Okay. With uh, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. And Judy, Judy Dench. Dench. Yeah, I believe. Um, and also stars Michael T. Williamson as Wilson, who you will know best as being Bubba from Forrest Gump, but he was also in Con Air. He Is was he also... the diner chef? Who was he? He was. Oh, no, Wilson. he was. He was, the guy... he was Wilson. Yeah. 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 He was in, also in Con Air. He was also in Heat. And he was also in Designated Survivor. Oh, really? Yeah. But he's obviously most famous for being Bubba in Forrest Gump. Okay. Because... Yeah. That's one of the most famous films of all yeah. time, and he's the, probably the second most famous Iconic. person in it. Forrest Gump's a great film. Great film. I've not seen it for a really long time. No, it's a great I, film. No, I'm not saying it isn't. <laughs> I, it I haven't is. seen it for a long time. I, I remember not being a bit underwhelmed. Really? Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm not being fair, because I, I think I've seen it once in the, well, many years ago. You should watch it. It's good. Yeah, I probably should. Uh, written and directed by a guy called Steve DeJohnette. Who hasn't really done anything before or since? Uh, no, well, he did do something before, which I realised, oh, I've seen that. Which okay. is a film called Cherry Cherry 2000. 
All right, which I've seen on like late night TV. It's like Mel- Melanie Griffith. Was it from the eighties? Yeah, it's a, it's basically like an, an eighties version of Hotbot. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. But better. Good. And not as yeah. Hotbot's coming up a lot in the last few weeks. I know. Why is that happening? She's like an android. In it. Check out our episode on Hotbot. Yeah. Don't check out the film. Do not. But check out our episode on Hotbot. Um, Miracle Mile, Nick. Have you got one word review? You haven't, have you? Radioactive. <laughs> okay. I'll let you have that. Thanks. <laughs> Do you want some facts? Yes, please. Anthony Edwards and Mary Winningham yep. are now married. Are they really? Yeah. Wow. That is a good fact. They did not get together on this film. Wow. So it's a coincidence. They have been married to different people at that time and since. But they're and now they married. Then, they then re- they met up in later life, fell in love, and are now married. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. There you go. They did have good chemistry in this film. Yeah. Um, this script was knocking around for a long time before it got made as well. Was it really? Now, the blacklist wasn't around right. in that form. Yeah. But it would, this was on a list of the most the best script, unmade scripts in the 80s. Yeah. Um, because it took about, apparently it took about 10 years for the director, Steve Dejane, to, to get this uh, up and running. Well, there you go. Good there fact. Go. So the blacklist is a film of the best unmade, the best, a list of the best unmade screenplays. Yeah. Do you know who else was up for the lead in this? Oh, you're full of the facts tonight. Have you been doing some research? I found, I found out a couple of really good articles on this <laughs> on this movie. Go on, who was up for the lead? Um, our old friend. Oh, who? But I think both of these guys were a bit too expensive for the budget that this film was with. Was it Nicolas Cage? So is Nicolas Cage. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. This is the sort of film that Nicolas Cage would be making now. Yeah. Not what he would have been making in 1988. And wow, that's a fascinating fact. And the fifth best Santa of all time, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Was he the fifth? Uh, or whatever, was, whatever was number there. he was last week. Kurt Russell was up for this as well. Wow, there you go. And Anthony Edwards won it. Yeah, there you go. Cool. That is cool. Good facts. Well done. Thanks. I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> so this film starts with Anthony Edwards playing a trombone. He's a tromboner. He's a t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be one of them episodes, isn't it? Uh, yeah, some very 80s trombone playing going on. Um, do people still play the trombone? You yeah. don't really see it much anymore. Yeah, it's you? not extinct. Is it not? No. Yeah, tromboners all over the place if you're a tromboner let us know yeah i hold my primary school imagine used to play the trombone imagine if we could get a tromboner to do a cover version of our theme song oh any tromboners please let us know i would love that <laughs> i would love that so much um yeah and then we get a bit of a montage of him playing the trombone and then it hits into a title card and instantly it comes out and we get an explanation of the big bang and evolution an evolution <laughs> yeah it's like an instructional video yeah which is exactly what it is yeah, and it goes on for quite a little while. Yeah. And uh, it's a bit strange. Because he works in a museum, isn't it? I suppose it's like... Does he work there? Is he just visiting? Well, I got the impression he worked. Yeah, you might be right. It's not important. It's not important. But yeah, he's watching the video at the museum. Yeah. And there's a bit of a montage of him following this girl around through the museum. Yeah, it's a bit creepy. Yeah, it is a bit. So he's doing a bit of a voiceover, isn't he? Yeah. And sort of, oh, I can't pluck up the courage, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's got, she, a bit Is weird. she a teacher? Was she there with some kids? No, I think she's just visiting. Was she just? Was she just? Because there was lots of kids there. Yeah, and she, I, I it was like know, a school party running around. Yeah, I couldn't it. understand if she was with them or not. I couldn't get my head around whether she was or not. I don't think she was. No, I I more thought he was helping out with the class. I think he worked at the museum because he gets told off at one point because he says this is some woman says this isn't your field trip. He but, can't work at the museum. I don't know because of something they're doing a little while. Maybe he was the. Th- I don't know. Or maybe. He was in a museum following. They were both in a museum. It's unimportant to Yeah, we're getting bogged down. We are. Um, Which is ironic. They were both in a museum. He was following her around and he's doing a bit of a voiceover and he thinks he's lost her, doesn't he? Yeah. Because he goes outside and he's standing home. And he's berating himself. Why didn't I pluck up the courage to say hi? There's like an outside display of some the tar pits, isn't there? Of loads of woolly mammoths drowning in it. So they're at Le Bruyere tar pits in Los Angeles? Yeah. Which has been mentioned in The Big Bang Theory. Um, yeah, so he's uh, kind of standing over them, looking at these woolly mammoths going into these tar pits. And eventually they end up going on a date, don't they? They do. So it just kind of happens out of nowhere. And he decides he's... They, he takes her to like this seafood restaurant. Yeah. And he's asking her to pick a lobster for a dinner. Yeah. And she says, I can't eat a lobster. That's alive. Look at it. And so... They buy them all. <laughs> so she buy, he buys them all. And they take them to the sea and... Just them. start wanging them off just the pier. Literally whamming them miles off the like, frisbees. I am swimming here. I'm pretty sure Stop as throwing well. a lobster at me. Pretty sure the one they threw in the sea had still got its elastic bands on its clippers. Oh, that's just cruel. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it did. 
and so you get a bit of a montage of them falling in love, don't you? And I can I just say I, I am not one to comment on fashion, clearly. Yeah. But <laughs> talking but, of fashion, hang on, hang on. <laughs> let me finish my thought. I am not one to comment on fashion, but Mary Winningham's character, who is called Julie, is that right? Yep, Julie. She is wearing all purple. Yeah. And she's got bright orange hair. Yeah. It just really stuck out. Doesn't look good. No. Doesn't look good. Very eighties. No. I've just spotted something. Right. And this is going to be very disappointing to the fans of Bottom of the Stream who rely on this information. That You're not wearing your podcast shorts tonight. <laughs> I'm not. No. Why? I'm, I've got them on underneath. No, you've not. I have. No, show me. <laughs> <laughs> it is bolted it is out there. Freezing. Have you, have you been is, out? Yeah, I had to defrost my car and I left work tonight. It, then when I got yeah, but work. the like Scotch mist has descended. Yeah. <laughs> Scotch, it's, it's proper foggy driving home from it work. It is today. terrible out there. But you I, did make I a commitment to wear podcast shorts in every episode. And Plus, I had to walk up to school to go and watch the nativity, and it's too cold. It's bullshit, Nick. You've let the fans down. I've got my awake. Anybody on. wants to give Nick some shit on Twitter, please do. What's your Twitter address? Oh, I forget. <laughs> do it at BOTS underscore podcast, and I will forward it on to him. Um, where were we now? I've lost track of where I am. Uh, oh yeah, there's a bit of a montage of them falling in love, isn't it? falling in love? Yeah, yeah. And they do like a he's doing a voiceover all the way through this first bit of the film. Yep, and then he doesn't happen for the rest of the film. He's I put that he's a teacher slash musician. Okay, but I don't know where I've got that from. Just to add to the confusion, did you notice at this point in the film he says the words Miracle Mile? No, I didn't. <laughs> he does. And yeah, but that it's a natural, it's an area. Of it LA, is, it's the it? area where they live in LA. But it just made me laugh because we had this conversation a few yeah. weeks ago about people having to say the names of the film in the films, and he does say it. So, um, so Anthony Edwards plays Harry. Yes, Harry Washello. Yes, and he is again. He's doing some tromboning in the band, <laughs> and yep. uh, Julie has come to watch. Yep, uh, with her grandfather. Yes, and he introduces she introduces her grandfather to Harry. Yes, that's right. And <laughs> I've never heard this before. This phrase before. Her grandfather says, "Oh, I really enjoyed like I enjoyed the band, you know. Yeah. Well done. Um, are you hungry?" And Harry says, "Yeah." And the grand the grandfather says, "I'll go and get some tube steaks." Tube steaks? I didn't yeah. catch that. Did he mean hot dogs? Yeah. <laughs> never heard them called that. I've never heard them called tube no, steaks. Oh, I like it. I'm going to start using it. Um, but as he's away buying the tube steaks, the grandmother turns up. Yeah. But they don't get on. Oh, they hate each other. They hate each other. The, the grand- grandparents. The grandparents. The grandfather and the grandmother. They're estranged. They are. And they haven't spoken for 15 years, I yeah. think she said. They can't even remember what they fell out about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just don't talk. And it's a bit of a weird plot point, but it's there. So she's going to work. She's a waitress in a cafe. Yeah, in a so diner. she's not a teacher. No. She is a waitress in a diner. And he says, I'll come and sit at the counter and we'll just talk all night. But yep. she says, no, go to your hotel. Get some sleep. I'll see you. I'll see you later that night. Yeah, so she finishes her shift finishes at midnight. Right. This so she tells really him really confused me. Right, okay. So she ta- <laughs> she tells him to go and get some rest. Yeah. Because it's their third date and later on she's going to screw his eyes blue. Is that what she said? Yeah. What does she mean? Well, I presume he's got different color <laughs> eyes and she's going to fuck him so hard they're going to change color. Blimey O'Reilly, I never picked I missed that. That is like ultimate bone zone. I'm going to screw your eyes blue. Yeah. That is incredible. What a lo- How did I miss that? It comes out of nowhere as well. That, and completely out of contact with the rest of the film. Yeah. Because it's been really quite sweet and innocent. Yeah. And then that just... <laughs> There's a couple of really big tonal shifts in this yeah, movie. There, there really are. Unfortunately, when he gets back to the hotel, he falls asleep on the bed. Yeah, so he sets his alarm. He sets his but alarm. But just before 12 or something. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, a rat manages to eat through the power cables of the hotel and the whole hotel loses power. That's not what happens at all. Isn't it? No. Did you watch a different movie? Yeah, must have. A rat ate that power cable. No. There was a rat involved. No. I've written it down. (laughs) So he's having a cigarette. Right. Before he goes to bed. Yeah. But he he only smokes a couple of drugs. Right. And he throws it out the window. And sets fire to a rat. No. <laughs> no rats. There was definitely a rat. A crow takes a cigarette. <laughs> I, did I fall asleep? <laughs> a crow takes a cigarette right. off the floor yeah. and flies around the building with it and puts the still-burning cigarette in its nest because it's building a nest. <laughs> You're looking at me because like you've an just, absolute psychopath. Because you've just said a, a crow picks up a cigarette and flies around the building with it. Yeah. 
and puts it in its nest. How have I seen a rat? Because it's building a nest. Oh my god! And then the nest goes on fire. I remember a fire. <laughs> I do remember a fire. The nest, the crow's nest, goes on fire. Yeah. Which happen? And the nest happens to be like on top of a transformer, and that's what blows <laughs> the power. <laughs> what is wrong with my head? I don't know. Where have I got that from? I've re- even written down. Rat shows his power cut. It's like a whole minute and a half sequence. Apologies. Because it made me think, this is really weird. (laughs) It's almost like something that happened in Mr. Bean. That is so weird that I just have no memory of that scene whatsoever. I remember the fire being happening. Yeah. Fire being happening? So the crow knocks the power out. Okay, thank you for correcting me. That's fine. (laughs) Anyway, the power goes up in the (laughs) hotel and he misses his date. Yeah. Because when he wakes up, it's 3.45 in the morning. Yes, but he doesn't realise at first. No, he doesn't. So he's getting he dressed. getting dressed. He sticks his TV on. All the TV channels have gone off. Yeah. And then he finds one. They're like, just weather is this temperature. Yeah, it's like a text. Time is this. Yeah, 3.45. 3.45. He's missed Julie. Yeah. And so he, he heads over to the cafe anyway. Like It's like a diner, isn't it? It's yeah, it's cafe. 24 hours. Yeah, 24 hour diner. And he's trying to find her. He tries to call her. Julie's sad. Yeah, is it intercut with her yes, being sad, yeah, we, waiting around? We kind of missed out on the fact where she didn't, she was there. And he go, he speaks to one of her colleagues, doesn't he? And she gives him the address or the phone number. So he does. But he, as he goes into the diner, the phone box outside is ringing. Yeah. He doesn't answer it. He goes straight into the diner. Yeah. And then he goes out to use the phone box. I know where you got rats from. Where? So he pulls up to the diner, yeah. crashes into it. He like shunts the palm tree yeah, yeah, yeah. and rats fall out onto the hood Why of the car. Why did he crash into the palm tree? Because he was just panicked. And... Was but that was weird around. as well, yeah. Yeah, so there was, no, there was no one else around the him. tree. And but apparently rats do live in palm trees all around LA. Really? Yeah. yeah. That must be where I got the rats from. Yeah. I've even written rat causes power cut. That's so yeah. bad. Crazy. That. that is bad. Anyway, he tries to call it. He can't get hold of her. Um, well, he, yeah, he leaves, he leaves a message on the answer phone. Yeah, so it's a grandmother's it. flat yeah. where she's staying, basically. Yeah. He goes, he heads back in and then he heads back out again, doesn't he? And then... The phone's ringing again. The phone booth is ringing again. Yeah, and all this time while he's going in and out, there's there's a cast of there's, characters there's, yeah, there's entering people in the, the diner. diner. Yeah. So there's a yuppie. It's actually quite busy for quarter to four in the Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a yuppie coming in for a breakfast. Yeah. There's a couple of like road workers who have just come in, yeah. finished for the night. Yeah. There's a guy in a suit. There's a, there's a drag a, queen. Drag queen and air stewardess. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few yeah. different people who would be in it. 3.45 in the morning. I thought it was quite busy for that time yeah. of day. Anyway, the phone phone booth starts ringing, and he answers it because he thinks it's obviously Julie ringing him back. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't. There was somebody ranting on the phone for quite a little while about nuclear war. Yeah, and how they were in a bunker somewhere. Um, they were trying to get hold of their dad or granddad, dad, I think. Dad, and, dad. Yeah, and he says we've sent ours over. He says we've sent we've shot our wad. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was like. <laughs> Where, why the hell are we going with this innuendo? <laughs> but I think he meant weapon of yeah, destruction. We, yeah, we've sent ours over. I don't um, know if what means something different in America. <laughs> I was like, he's done what? <laughs> why would you ring your dad and tell him? He that? must have really powerful sperm. He's going to end the world <laughs> in 50 minutes. Yeah, he says we've sent ours over. Theirs will be returning. Is that rain? Them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, he says we've sent ours over. Theirs will be returning in fifty minutes. Um, yeah, he's, he says we've got you. It will hit in fifty minutes, and then we've got an hour and ten until something like that. They, yeah. Theirs lands at us. Yeah. Harry tells him he's got the wrong number, and it all starts kicking off on the other end. You can hear people burst into the room. Yeah, and someone's like, "What are you doing on that phone?" And then some gunshots ring out, and the phone goes dead. Yeah. Uh, but before the phone goes dead, a man, another man, comes on the phone and says, "Forget everything you just heard. Yeah. Go back to sleep." <laughs> It's four oh six a.m. By four, the way. I've just written that as well. I've written yeah, that as well. Yeah. Four oh six a.m. Because there's a. I thought time time was obviously going to be important. Yeah, there's a rotating clock outside the cafe, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, so he goes back inside and he starts he starts find, trying to find this guy's dad because he says, "Is anybody got a son called Chip?" Because the yeah. guy in the phone was called Chip, and then he tells everybody what he heard. He has gone like that though. He's like. Yeah, completely bought it. Yeah, and I don't know how I felt about it because I'm like, yeah, it would freak you out. Yeah. But it was like a diff the same actor had come back in to play in a different character. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was all of a sudden just completely It was another irrational. tonal shift. Yeah, it was completely just, irrational character now. Yeah. Actually. But people were scared of this sort of thing in the Yeah, yeah. And, I yeah. I, I totally get that. Yeah. Um but obviously everybody thinks he's thinks he's insane. Uh nobody's kind of buying it. Yeah, no one listens to him till he um sort of literally stands on the counter and listen to me. Yeah, he's sort of shouting. 
the the yuppie lady in there has got a mobile phone. Yeah. Or call it a mobile phone. It's in a briefcase. Briefcase. With a battery. Yeah, huge, great big thing. And she starts trying to ring around, trying to confirm what's going on. Yeah, cause, and she starts saying, where's like, oh, can you wake the senator up? Yeah. Where's so-and-so? Yeah, so so people start to give it a bit more gravitas, a bit more belief in it. And everybody starts going a little bit loopy, don't they? Yeah. It's all got a bit crazy. And the chef sh- shoots out of the kitchen, jumps onto the bar, <laughs> and just fires a gun into yeah. the air. Pulls a gun. <laughs> just literally fires it into the air in, the, in this diner and asks him if he's joking. And he says, I'm not. It's true. This is what I've heard. This is all going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and the yuppie who is Landa. I didn't catch her name. I, I think. think. I which presumes her surname. Yeah. Says that basically says, oh, they, they're saying, well, have you, what have you heard? Can you confirm this? Is this guy nuts or is it true? And she says, all, I've, all I can gather is that four or five very important politicians are currently in transit to the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> yeah. So this is good. This is... And I, that, yeah, no, because I was like, "What?" I didn't. Know, I have no idea of this film. No, I, I have no idea what I'm getting here. Is it? A, is it a hoax all along? Is yeah. it? But when she said that, I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" Something I'm actually intrigued now. Shit's about to go down. And this has just changed from a romantic comedy, <laughs> which it was for 20 minutes. It was, yeah, to an action it, drama. It's totally jarring. Yeah, completely. At the the like I say, the shift in the in the tone of the film. But yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay." This this could be interesting. This is going to kick off from now on. She asks him to repeat the com- conversation verbatim, which he does. He literally reads virtually <laughs> yeah. the whole script. He's, out. Yeah, he's done really well to remember <laughs> he it. He remembers every single word of it. And she said, because somebody, then somebody says to her, how do you know all of this? And she says, I used to date a guy who knows this stuff. Because yeah. women are not allowed to know this stuff oh. in the 80s. <laughs> that, just, uh, that made me laugh. I thought you might pick up on that because you're very, very feminist focused. Yeah, girl power. Girl power, absolutely. And then the chef, barrels out the kitchen again with a trolley full of food yeah and he's like well we need to get out of here i've got the van we're yeah. loading up the van so they start loading up the back of this food wagon don't they it's like yeah it's like a mobile burger bar yeah but on wheels on wheels <laughs> it's not very fucking mobile if it's not <laughs> uh yeah so they all pile in the back of it even harry gets in there they're all going in because they need to escape and the what was the woman's name lamba i think it's landa landa she she says to the waitress, "Can you make a list of important people who you need to save?" <laughs> is the waitress and one of the road yeah, of the road workers? Yeah. And, and she's <laughs> really made me laugh. It's like, yeah, I'll just make a list of really important people. Yeah, she's like, you know, we need the deep thinkers. So who's yeah. going to help us like start the world again? <laughs> really, it's proper. And you still, I'm still watching this again. Is this serious? Yeah, because is it, is this what's going on? Yeah, because <laughs> this is just little group of about six or seven people. It's a sign of things to come because they're all just rescuing each other suddenly. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But Harry realizes that he needs to go and fetch Julie, yep. go and save Julie. So he needs to get off this truck because well, they're they're, they're going to the airport. Yeah, they're because Lander's like, right, I can get us on a plane. Yeah, um, and we'll go and pick this list of people up <laughs> that we're going to decide. And all the time she's on the phone, right? We need blankets. We need fresh yeah. water. We need uh, and the waitress is, the is listing off eighties celebrities that yeah. they think they might. I didn't really pick up who they were, no. but she was listing them all off. So he decides he wants to get out of this truck and go and save Julie. Yeah, because he thinks they get. He's they've said they will get Julie on the way, yeah. but then he goes to the front of the truck and the the, the guys chef the by this way. time is just totally lost it. And he's like, "No, no, we're going straight to the airport. We're yeah. not picking anyone." He up. says, "I love Julie as much as you do," but it's all what every man for himself yeah. now, or something like that. So Harry decides, oh, "I know what I'll do. I'll jump out the back of this food truck." Yeah, he yeah, teams it. <laughs> Proper combat rolls it out of the back of this truck that's going up a freeway, and he nearly gets run over by two motorbikes as he yeah. lands on the road. They they fly past him, and he makes a guy pull over. He, this guy is a really nice open top car and this is wilson so this is bobber from forest gump yeah i've forgotten his name already i'm not going to tear my page back so he gets in he kind of put he's got his, he's got the gun still hasn't he harry yeah and he, he kind of pulls him over at gunpoint he does yeah so he comes across as a proper crazy person because it's four in the morning nearly five in the morning and he's just hijacked this guy's car where am i and uh wilson says what's the hurry harry <laughs> which really made me laugh and Harry says to him, do you have enough fuel to get to where Julie lives? And then, and to, then the to get back to the airport. And he's like, no I'm on fumes. <laughs> I'm already on fumes. I only had enough to get home. So they decide they need to pull over to get fuel. So they find a petrol station or a fuel station. Yeah, but it's not a normal fuel. It's, it's, a, it's a taxi cab it's office. Just for taxis. Yeah. So all the all the fuel pumps are like locked. Yeah. So he's like, Wilson says to him, we won't get any fuel here. And he just shows, Harry shows him the gun. And yeah. He says, we will. Um, so he leaves Wilson to fill up the fuel. 
and he goes to make a call, doesn't he? He tries. He calls Ivan. He gives Wilson the money. Yeah. And says, "Get us the fuel. <laughs> bribe this guy if you have to." Yeah. And then Harry goes to the phone box. Yeah. yeah. So at which point Wilson would have just driven away, surely. Yeah. yeah. You'd have thought. So he co- he goes to call Julie's grandfather, who is Ivan. I've written yeah. down. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but while this is happening, the the man who runs the gas station comes out with a shotgun and threatens Wilson. Yeah. At first. At first. And then, but then he does bribe him. He, he does says, bribe yeah, him. Yeah, you can have fifty dollars. Yeah, take some fuel. Uh, Harry tries to call Julie again. She doesn't answer again. So he tells I, yeah, he tells Ivan, "I'll go round and wake up Grandma and Julie." Yeah, we'll be there in five. Yeah, we'll meet you there. He tries to call Julie again. She doesn't answer. Then randomly, the cops just pull up. Yep. at four in the morning. The guy who's running the taxi slash fuel uh, place has got a shotgun. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I'm going to do ten years for this." Yeah. And the cops go straight to him, obviously, because he's the one. And Wilson's like, I'm going to do 20. I've got a load of stolen stereos in my boot. (laughs) Obviously, the cops go straight to the guy with a gun and they make him drop his gun and get on the floor. Um, And then they kind of turn to Wilson. There's a female and a male cop, isn't there? And he really, (laughs) bizarrely, covers them in fuel. Yeah, he just just starts spraying spraying them in the face with petrol. Um, And while this lady cop is covered in fuel, she decides, what I'm going to do is fire my gun now. So stupid. (laughs) So her arm catches fire, instantly catches her whole body on fire. Yeah. Which obviously they're in a fuel station. The whole fuel station catches fire. Both cops burn. Both cops burn to death, and the whole place goes up. Yeah. Wilson escapes in his car. He does. Harry steals the cop car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was that was dark. Yeah. That was like this. It was like proper dark. It was another lurch. Two cops it? burnt to death. Yeah. 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 It was weird. Yeah. So they get away in the cop car. No, they both go in the cop. Oh, car. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Because. Yeah, and so he start. He tells Wilson a lie at this point. Harry does because he says to him, "It's a nuclear meltdown." Yeah, not a nuclear war. And so they're they're still heading to Julie's building, and they find her, and they get there. Well, they get to Julie's building, yeah. And Harry gets out of the car, tells Wilson to wait there. If I'm not back in four, six minutes, yeah, four minutes, doesn't four like minutes. That. Beep your horn, honk the horn. It looked like it was more than four minutes up to her apartment. <laughs> and Wilson decides he wants to save his sister. If this is if shit's going down, yeah, I need to save. He his wants sister. to get her. Yeah. At what point does it change from... I, th- I think I might have missed this. Yeah. What point does it change from them heading to the airport to follow the van to heading to the top of this building to get a helicopter to go to the airport to meet the guys in the van? I think before he jumps out of the f- truck, I think she tells him... Does Lambda say there'll be a helicopter? Because that's where all the supplies are coming from. I'm pretty sure she tells him there's a helicopter rendezvous yeah and the supplies are meeting us at the airport yeah that makes sense i'm pretty sure that's what happened okay he manages to get to julie's apartment he breaks in and he's he's like walking around in the dark trying to find her and he's calling her name and her grand comes out with and she's got a shotgun as well yeah um but she obviously recognized him they'd met earlier in that day yeah and she believes his story straight Straight away away. he tells her straight away what's going on yeah tells her the truth yeah why he didn't tell wilson the truth i don't know and she's like okay right let's move yeah so he um they have to. Ca- Julius took a Valium. Yeah, she's completely dead to the world because she's so upset about being stood up. Yeah. So he has to. Uh, Harry has to carry her out. Yeah. But as Harry's carrying her out, Wilson drives off in the cop car. Yeah. Because the four minutes is gone. Yeah. And he wants to go and get his sister. So they get to the bottom of the elevator, and Ivan is there, the grandpa. Yeah. And they, the grandpa and the grandmother, have a bit of a reunion. Yeah. Lucy is her name. Is it? And they, yeah, and they they make up. Yeah, they have a bit of a make kiss and make up, don't yeah. they? It's nice. Why they were ever falling out in the first place, well, I don't know. Strange yeah, story. So he doesn't want to carry Julie all this way. So he puts her in a shopping trolley. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, why not? <laughs> if you've got a shopping trolley to hand, it's the perfect If you've got answer. a Valium duck lady, put her in a shopping trolley. Uh, and Ivan and Lucy are going to get the car. Yeah. And they're going to meet them round front. Yeah. Which I didn't really understand why they had to split up, but... No. no. Anyway. Anyway, so as he's wheeling her out in this trolley, she wakes up. Yeah. She's like, why the fuck am I in a shopping trolley? This is weird. Yeah. went to sleep in my bed she's like are you taking me to a hot air balloon road for to apologize for standing me up <laughs> yeah she's all obviously still a bit dozy yeah. she doesn't quite know what's what's going on and the grandparents pull around to the front of the building and they've decided to just drive off and die together yeah <laughs> so they're gonna go <laughs> to a short amount of time the, a place that they they'd spent yeah. a lot of time before and they've said yeah we want to enjoy our last minutes yeah um yeah we're not we're not coming with you yeah all right fine so they take the car they weren't even that old no they weren't <laughs> And they have a bit of an argument, don't they, on the way there? So it's hilarious, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, um, but coincidentally, the helicopter rendezvous building is the one that's just over the road. Yeah, I didn't get this. The no. geography was way off. <laughs> it in this was film. way off. We spent ages driving around in cars. Yeah. And suddenly, this building was over the road. Yeah, literally over the road from where Julie's 
apartment yes yeah. and later on they end yeah yeah anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll get to that um, but there's two there's two women following them as well yes which is also strange so they, they just turn up just after yeah they just missed the lift up don't yeah they? so yeah so uh harry and julia now in the building that's got the yeah, helipad, helipad on top yeah. that's going to take the supplies to the airport yeah. to meet with the airplane with all the guys from the diner yes the from this point onwards this film is fucking crazy <laughs> I, it people are doing stuff that doesn't make sense yeah which i'm sure we'll pull out <laughs> definitely it's, it's it's mental it completely it's goes off insane. the handle it's batshit crazy from here it's it's absolutely we'll go through it all obviously but you just ke- try and keep up with what goes on here because it is insane. So they get up onto the roof and the other people are not there yet. Helicopters there. Yeah, helicopters Win. there. Win. Um, but no, none of the other people who he's waiting for. Are no. There. There's um, no pilot. There's no pilot. Lose. He also hasn't told Julie what's going on. No. She has no clue why they're on the top of this building waiting for a helicopter. She even says, I think, why, why is a helicopter going to take us to a balloon? Yeah, she does. A uh, hot air balloon. And then these two women with shotguns turn up. Yep. Who the fuck are they? No, but they do say, oh, Lander called us. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. There's I've a reference back to her. Who are these two with the shotguns? There is a, it's only like a throwaway line. And so Harry decides, well... First, there's someone else on the helipad. There is. <laughs> a familiar face. <laughs> a familiar face to, to, our, with to our podcast. Yes. So this is the guy who's basically been pulling all these supplies together. Yeah. And he is clearly coked out of his face. Yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't know why Lander's called. Why does she he's need this? Why mind, isn't he? Who is it, Nick? Kurt Fuller. Kurt Fuller from Office Uprising. Yeah. Yes. He Legend. He's he's been around for a long time. Got a lot more there's, hair. There's a long time between these two films. But essentially, it looks pretty much the same. He does. Yeah. So what was that? 2018 Office Uprising. Yeah. This is 1988. Yeah. Three years. Thirty. Three years in between <laughs> those thirty years. Yeah. So Harry decides he needs to leave now because they they have a helicopter. He even drops the C bomb. He does. <laughs> he does drop the C bomb. Not, not like the A bomb, which comes later. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, he calls he calls Lander. He does. C-U-N-T. Yeah. I'm not saying that out loud. My dad would kill me. Obviously, though, they've got a helicopter. What do you need if you've got a helicopter? Pilot. Pilot. They don't have a pilot. So if you need a helicopter pilot, where's your first place? Where, you need a helicopter pilot. <laughs> it's half past four in the morning. Yeah. Where's the best place to find one? Anywhere. A gym. Yeah. Go to a gym. So Harry is like, uh, Kurt Fuller's character says, Harry, he's coming. He's on his way. The, yeah. the pilot's on his way. But time's ticking by this yeah, point. It is. We're we're in we're well into that one hour ten minute window. Yeah. And um yeah, so Harry Harry says to Mary, uh Mary. Says to, that's the actress. <laughs> says to Julie, You stay here. Yeah. Stay with the helicopter. I'll be back in five minutes. Yeah. Goes five all minutes. the way back down this yeah. elevator. Seems tries it. tries to stop the street sweeper. Yeah, it does. Do you know a helicopter pilot? Yeah. And the guy's just like, ah, fuck, fuck off. <laughs> you weirdo. So, and then he sees a couple of people running into a gym. Yeah. So he follows them and he heads into this gym and he's going around the gym, which is absolutely rammed full of people. It's well busy for half four in the <laughs> it's morning. Half four, there's even a class going on. And it's so neon. Oh, it's so, so 80s. 80s. It's the 80s of 80s gym. But there's even a, like, an exercise class going on. Yeah. Uh, at half four in the morning, um, which he interrupts the class by firing a gun into he the He shoots air it up, yeah. So everybody screams and he's asking everybody, do you know a helicopter pilot? Do you know a helicopter pilot? And he runs through this door and this guy goes, I'm a helicopter pilot. <laughs> Just like that. And you're like, who are you, fake Arnie? Um, Did you recognise him? No. Did you not? No, who was I it? thought you'd... Re- I recognised him straight away. I've, he looked familiar. Straight away. I don't know who he was. You like the X-Files. I do. Oh, have you just found a load more stickers again? Yeah. <laughs> Stop finding stickers. Don't anybody he... want any stickers? <laughs> Nick keeps finding them. He was, uh, he was in the X-Files for quite a long time. I don't know who he played. He was like... I think he was an alien or shapeshifty. You'd yeah. recognise... I can't... I'm going to have to yeah, get the guy's name. He was in the X Files. I didn't recognise him as an X Files person. I thought he was. He was. He's. Oh, I need to find the guy's name. I thought he was instantly recognisable. I knew it was straight away. He was the alien bounty hunter. Oh yes, I do recognise him. He's been in loads of stuff. He, his picture on IMDb here that I've got in my hand yeah. does not look like that in this film. Oh really? No. Yeah, but if you saw like. Yeah, but he doesn't look like that in this film. No, I know he doesn't. <laughs> like but he, he, like he's, he's quite distinctive. I he's in Nine One One as well. I like that. I thought it was inst- anyway. Yeah, so he, this this guy who used to be in the X Files just goes, yeah, I'm an helicopter pilot. Just coincidentally, at four five, uh, four in the morning. And um, but he says, I'm only coming if I can bring one of my friends with me. Yeah. And so he goes to grab one of his friends, and it's another man. And it's implied that them two might be in a couple, but they never actually mention it because it's the eighties. <laughs> um, but then, so they leave the gym, and all of a sudden, 
Julie runs past. Yeah. And she's also looking for a pilot. Why has she left? Why is she? She doesn't even know what's going on. It really annoyed me. It really annoyed the me amount of bit. people that are just running around. Stay in one place. <laughs> no so one stayed in one place. She doesn't even know that they need a pilot. No. <laughs> but she, so Harry then goes to the guys, right, head up there. That's the heliport up there yeah. on that top of that building. I've got to go and fetch I'm going to go and fetch Julie. Then we'll go. Um, suddenly, as he's about to head to Julie... Uh, a cop car comes flying around the corner and crashes into a store. Yes, front of a like a department, like a department store. store. And obviously, it's Wilson. Yeah, Julie sort of car. follows the car in, yeah, and then um, and Harry follows Harry Julie. follows her in. Um, and Wilson's there with his sister, who's really badly hurt now. Yeah, I've put Wilson and dead sister, and then crossed <laughs> it out and put no dying, <laughs> dying sister. But it doesn't explain why he crashed into the department no. store. No, he's like, also dying. Yeah. But he's in a better way than her. Yeah, it was really strange. Um, and there's like a ton of police outside. It's a really funny scene as well. When he, It shouldn't be funny, but it is because he gets out of the car with his sister in his arms and he tries to run up the escalator. But the escalator's going the wrong way. Yeah. So he's just getting nowhere. And it's it's funny. And he just eventually just collapses onto this escalator. Some cops show up. Um, and then Wilson's sister dies in his arms. And Wilson says to Harry, can you kill me, please? Yeah. Again, just like... It's just, it's turned so on, a, on a dime. This <laughs> like all of a sudden, it's like whoa! I was like, I've, I just heard that right. So yeah, he wants to be. He's, he's not going to survive a nuclear war. His sister's dead. So Harry points the gun at him, and then Wilson just dies anyway. Yeah, Nothing, he was totally going to do it. He was totally going to do it. He was absolutely going to do it. Why both of them? What did they die of? Crashing into the were department they, store. Yeah, or were, had they been shot? Or I don't think or so. I don't know. It was a bit weird. Yeah. So Harry's it... frustrated by this and randomly reaches up and grabs a light bulb and squeezes it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't know why he did that. Um, uh, this is the point where he tells Julie what's going on. Yes. Basically. Does. Yeah. Because the time's run out. Yeah. Because he says to her, look, it, this was supposed to happen, but it's been longer than that, what this guy said now. Yeah. An hour and ten minutes. Nothing's happened yet. So Julie says, look, because they're holed up in this department store now. There's police still police outside. outside. Loudspeaker. Come out with your police up. trying to get them out. So Julie's like, I'll go out and I'll explain what's going on. Yeah, she says, I'll, I'll say that we're innocent bystanders. Yeah. So she walks out. And he follows her behind her. He doesn't even go out with her. No. Which is questionable behaviour. <laughs> Very questionable behaviour. And just as he's leaving the department store, all the cops drive away. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden. There's even, like, a SWAT guy. <laughs> yeah, on a rope. <laughs> on a rope. And he just drops off his rope and legs it. Yeah, he just falls off and runs off. And then, coincidentally, talking about geography again. <laughs> This department store is dead over the road from the cafe that we started. Yeah, they're right across from, from the diner. Over the road <laughs> from the diner. So what? Yeah, because they're all on the same block: the diner, the department store, and the place where the helipad helicopters is. and Julie's apartment. That's, f- <laughs> That's creative license, that is. Very much so. They, so they run back to the the diner, and it's now five o five a.m. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the streets just go chaotic. Yeah. There's cars everywhere. There's people running through the streets. Uh, no, what's happened? Yeah, word is out. Word is somehow. Out. Somehow, word is out. There's, there's a, a news report gets shot. Yeah, <laughs> whilst on the TV. Yeah. Um, there's cars it's, it's crashing like th- into each I've other. written. This is thirty seconds. This happens. Yeah, in. completely. It just comes out of nowhere. It's like it's, it's like somebody's gone right. Chaos, please. <laughs> and just all this chaos happens. It's crazy. And that's it. I don't understand why. This, at this point, this made me even more angry. <laughs> Harry leaves Julie again. Yeah, he does. Now, why does he do that? I don't know. Again, he says to her, wait here. I'm just going to... I don't even know what he's going to yeah. do this time. He, he goes to ring Chip's dad. He finds actual Chip's dad, doesn't he? Because he About remembers, time, yeah. He remembers the number that yeah. Chip was trying to ring and rings his dad just to confirm the story, yeah. which he probably should have done an hour and a half yeah. ago. But and he's like, yeah, Chip, he works. Like, yeah, he works in a missile silo. Yeah, yeah so shit is going down. Um, there's all sorts of looting going on. It's <laughs> and then, like you say, a guy on the TV gets shot on yeah. live TV. And then a guy starts chasing Harry yeah. and shooting at him. Yeah. And all Harry did was, was tread on tread the roof, on his of, his roof car. of his car. Because he's trying to go over the tops of the yeah, car. Yeah, because he, was, he chased somebody we thought was the helicopter pilot. Ah, that's right. But that's why he left Julie. He left Julie because he saw the helicopter pilot running down the yeah. street. But it was just another 80s guy, just guy in a shell suit. just guy in a shell suit, yeah. So, and that's when he sees the guy get shot on the telly. And that's when he gets kind of stuck in a TV store, doesn't he? Because this lorry blocks the way. Yeah. So he climbs on top of the lorry. And then he's obviously walking across the top of all these cars that yeah. have crashed. And this guy goes absolutely mental because someone's... The world's about to end, possibly. And stood on his and car. And someone stood on his roof. And so Harry's crawling under cars, crawling over dead bodies. Yeah. Or like crawling up through all this 
blood and guts and everything. And there's another guy following him, shooting at him. Now there's like air raid sirens going off as well. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's absolutely chaos. chaotic. The sun starts to come up at this point. Um He goes he like goes crawls under the cars, drops into the sewer. Yeah. Crosses the road. Oh, yeah, he goes in the sewer. Yeah. This guy's <laughs> still, still chasing him. him through the sewers. It's crazy. And he <laughs> he comes up. No, what he does first, he looks he goes up a ladder to yeah. look through a grate in the floor to see how far away the building is. And he's and he's and you see it's like quite a long way away yeah. on the other side of the road. So he goes back down the ladder, goes over to the next grate, gets goes up the ladder and he's in the building. Yeah. Literally there was no more than five meters <laughs> between the two grates. Magic. Like you said, the, the it's very eighties license, but it's it's mental. Yeah, so he's now back in the building with the helipad yeah, on. So it. he's in the building with the helipad on, even though he's only walked a couple of meters. And and he somehow managed to beat Julie there. So this was a bit I did think was cool. Yeah. So they really nearly miss each other. Yeah. And I thought this is gonna be like tragic. Yeah. So this is like a sliding doors thing. So he's going into He's in the lift. The lift. She's coming doors out are of the yeah. other lift. Yeah. And he just spots her. Yeah, and he pulls her into the lift with him. And so they start going up in this lift. Yep. And suddenly, everything goes dark. And the lift starts shaking yep. a little bit. And so you think, oh shit, something's happened while they're in this lift. And she and, and Julie goes on this whole, is this the end? You know, at least our spirits will be together. I'm glad we yeah. found each other. She says, he says to her, you won't feel a thing. Yeah. And she says, they will stay together even if they are atoms or spirits. Yeah. And then he says, no more words. Just yep. know that I love you. Yeah, and then they kiss. And they start taking clothes off. They do start taking their clothes off. So they're going out Even in a the... bone zone of glory. <laughs> the lift's still going up and they're kissing and bone zoning. And the lift door opens and they're on the roof. Yeah. But the helicopter's gone. Or it is not there. And then Kurt Fuller shows back up again. <laughs> and he's got no top on. <laughs> For, he's totally for lost. For some it. reason, he's taking his shirt off. He's taking even more cocaine. Um, he's just going crazy. Just he's like covered in blood. Yeah, it's. <laughs> he may have been fiddling with a body. It may have been just as they come out of the lift. Yeah, something was going. He's on. definitely leaning over a dead person doing something. Yeah, something questionable. Then you see like a missile tra- a missile trailer, a missile trail. Yeah, so it shoots, shoots over across them. the sky. Um, and then the helicopter, a helicopter turns up. And it picks Harry and Julie up in this helicopter. And it's the guy from the gym. It is the guy from the gym. He's come back from. He says, I said I'd be here. Yeah. And so they get in this helicopter. But they don't take Kurt Fuller with them. No. He just stays on the roof. But the pilot's bleeding for some reason. Do we we know what happened to the pilot? Something's happened to the pilot. We don't know if he's got the other people out and he's come back for them. Or I presume he must have done. Something weird's going on. Because then he crashes. But then (laughs) if he's taken the others out and come back... He's not been away long enough to do that, surely. All they went to was this, into this department store. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Again, the time just doesn't work. The time and the geography's all over the place. I thought this was... It, it's almost like this tries to be almost real time, but it can't... Quite make it. It doesn't got the discipline or the cleverness to see that through. Agreed. Yeah, I think you're right. But then, So the helicopter crashes. Yeah. And where does it crash? In the tar pits. Into the tar pits at the museum. And so they're all trying... They're both... The helicopter the pilot dies, I think. Presume so. We don't see him again. You don't see him again. Uh, but Julie and Harry both survived this helicopter crash into this tarp. Yeah, but so it, they're still in the back of the copter. They're in the copter, but it's sinking rapidly yeah. into this tar pit. And Julie's desperately trying to get out. And Harry says, maybe someday they will find us in 10,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, there's nothing up there, Julie. Just, yeah, because he this thinks no, the, the world's going to end. Uh, it's really quite weird. And... Or, and then he says, or maybe it will metamorphosize us into Superman. Yeah. <laughs> as this happens. And then the tar starts filling up the green itself. Yeah. And the whole screen goes black. And then suddenly the whole screen, screen goes white. And you yeah. hear like bomb exploding noises. And they, then the they film drown ends. and they're dead. And then the film ends. What did you think? Um, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I, I'm really conflicted about this. It's Parts of it I really enjoyed. Yeah. And... The time that this came out, and the time—not even so much the time it came out, the time that this film was in gestation. Yeah, this is obviously a real hot button issue. Yeah, definitely. And it is again now. Yeah, probably more so. Probably more so. But I like I say, I just don't think there's the discipline to pull this gimmick off of being almost in real time, but not quite. And the amount that it lurches around does it does lurch from from being. It is a rom-com for the first 15 to 20 yeah. minutes. And it's got these really dark moments that just come out of nowhere. When those cops burn to death. 
Yeah. It's so dark. And then Wilson and his sister die. And that's really dark. And, and like the end, it's like Cloverfield. Dark. Yeah. And it's like... like Anthony Edwards isn't bad, but he it's because of the script. He he has to lurch around so yeah. much. It's almost, it is like I said earlier, it's like the same actor playing a few different characters. Yeah. From scene to scene. Because sometimes he's really calm and you think, oh, he's on top of this. And then the next scene he'll be like... Going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what though. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. It's it's batshit crazy. I'm not sure it was meant to be fun though. No, I don't think it was. Especially at the the time. I think they were going for a real sort of serious parable type thing. Uh, Has it aged well or has it aged badly to the point where it's, it's really good fun now? It's, I, I it's think prop, it's the epitome of 80s silliness. It's not aged well, but the fact that it's 80s and it's set in the 80s and it looks so 80s yeah. means that it gets away with a lot more. Yeah, agreed. If you made this now... Imagine how good you could make it if you made it now. Yeah, it but... So yeah. Much, you could, if you could do it in actual real time. Yeah. And like you say, it's an issue that is relevant now. You could make a really good film at this there's good. There's a great idea here. There's a great remake potential. Um, it like yeah, I, I it gets by on a lot of charm because it's of its eightiesness. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was really interesting <laughs> to watch. It was really good fun. I, I I really enjoyed it. It's so silly that it's fun, and it is it is really silly. Yeah, but I I, I had a lot of fun watching it. I just I just don't I don't think that's what they were going for. No, I, I agree. All. I completely agree. And a time has done that to it. I yeah, would I think say. you're right. I think it's got that eighties campiness to it that we so enjoy these days but i like both the leads I, yeah. they, they did well they were they were good performances but and it was just the whole f- i just couldn't get over the fact it just annoyed me because i was like you just i know it's a weird situation and panicking and stuff but people wouldn't act like this it's no. just just bombing around just fucking go to that place and it was almost like <sighs> when he found the helicopter pilot in the gym i was just like <laughs> i think my head just went in my hands I was like, was fine, we're going with this, right. are we? Do you know what? That helicopter pilot should have been Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it would have been perfect. Or Mr. T. Yeah, somebody like that. Because that was prime for a cameo. It would have been amazing. I can fly a helicopter. Yeah. I had a lot of fun watching it, but like you say, I don't think I was supposed to. I think I just enjoyed it because of its yeah. 80s campiness and its 80s fun times. If you're, in, if you're into crazy 80s films, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. There's something in there yeah. for you. There definitely is something in there. It's definitely It's a fun. really interesting film to it watch. Is. And it's... That that ending is so dark. <laughs> yeah. That bomb goes off and everybody dies. Yeah, the, the whole world. Yeah, it's like the end of Cloverfield. Yeah, that's what it's, it's completely what it reminded me of. And then there, there's those really really dark scenes in the middle of this really fun film, and it's so weird. I know it's odd. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so odd how it shifts multiple times. <laughs> it just spins on its head. Honestly, check it out. Just because if you want, if you want to watch a crazy eighties film, just check it out because it's, it's, it's just, worth your time to it's watch. It's so it. uneven. It's it is crazy. It's an hour and a half. You're going just watch it. It's fun. You're going to enjoy it. Have you got a trivia question for me? Sure. It's four two to me currently. It's your turn to go first as is well. It? At the beginning of this film, yeah, or towards the beginning of this film, Julie and Harry buy a load of lobsters from a lobster shop yeah. and release them back into the ocean. Yeah. How much did he spend on lobster? $200. No. Damn it. $1,200. Damn it. <laughs> now, how much is that in, 18, in 1988 money? Uh, it's a lot. A lot. It's a, a lot now. A couple of grand. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, $1,200. And then he just threw it straight in the ocean. Man. I know. She's only at work. She only works in the diner. Yeah. He's only a Whatever tromboner. Yeah. Got some money behind him. I um, I really need to... Uh... You need to start putting Get on the comeback trail 14 here. episodes in, you've only got two. Yeah. All right. You know exactly I've streaking ahead. I've got four. Go on, hit me. Uh, when Harry returns to the diner having stood up Julie, yeah. can you tell me what he orders for breakfast? Oh. Can I tell you what he orders for breakfast? Did he ever get it? Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, he had a couple of bites. Well, he was deciding whether to um, tell everyone what had just happened on the phone. So he orders it before the phone call. Takes the phone call. Does. And comes back into it. It's waiting for him on the uh, oh, I don't know on the this. table. Um, uh, steak and eggs. No. Ah. It is a gyro, eggs and coffee. Oh, it was eggs. It was close. I would never have got that. Well, who has a gyro for breakfast? It's <laughs> well weird. That brings us on to the stream table. Where was this going in our stream table, Nick? Um, Where did last week's film go? It went 
below Emo the Musical, didn't it? It did. I think Nine. it's higher than that. Higher than last week's film? Yeah. Yeah, which was ninth. Which was ninth. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. I think it's a better film than Emo the Musical. Um, okay. But seems to be stuck around that level at the minute, don't we? Yeah. I certainly enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Burning Sands. Okay. I want to put it above Burning Sands. Which would be... Seventh. Seventh. Just below Office Uprising, which also has Kurt Fuller in it. Um, I don't know if I enjoyed this as much as Emo the Musical. Really? Yeah. So we're kind I'm of two spots away think. from it. I'm not... Mm, but I, I definitely did... In, I definitely did enjoy watching it more than Burning Sands. Which, that one's really put a spanner in our table. It really has, because... <laughs> because, because we didn't really enjoy it, but it is a good film. Yeah, it's... Maybe we've ranked it too high for what... Well, no, I don't think we have, because, like I said, we have to be fair to it. Yeah. And it was a good film, but it means that it's, we've just got this weird patch in this list now. Yeah. Because um, Office Uprising is the beginning of the good section. Yeah. And Emo the Musical is kind of the gateway to the bad section. Yes, that's the kind of the middle ground. Yeah, um, and then you've got Burning Sand stuck in the middle. I, I do quite like... I am... It does quite appeal to me having two Kurt Fuller films next to each other. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I I think it deserves to be above Burning Sands. If I was going to, the, the idea of the stream table is films that we would want to watch again and how we enjoyed them. I think so. I definitely would watch this again over what watch Burning Sands again. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I want to put it there, please. Yeah, I th- I think I can't really. Yeah, I don't really have an an argument against that. I think. Personally, I'd give a slight edge to Emo the Musical, but, but that's below Burning Sands. Yeah, I know two spaces know. above it. But I don't. I don't think there's anything between those three. Personally, not really. Yeah, it's close. They're, they're all pretty similar. But yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, let's put it, let's put it there. Let's put it seventh between Office Uprising and Burning Sands. Yeah, excellent. That only leaves us one thing to do. What's that? Pick next week's film. Let's do it. First film of 2020. First film of the decade. First film of the decade for Bottom of the Stream. Whoa. wonder if we'll still be going at the end of the decade. Got a podcast that spans two decades. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Uh, shall I press the button? Do it. It has picked The Resort. Okay. With a Z. Oh. What do you think the Z means? I think it might be a zombie film. <laughs> Usually does. If there's a Z in the name of a film. Is it in capitals? It has picked a film called The Resort, which is from 2016 and appears to be a zombie film. Do you want to know the synopsis? Sure. The Resort, a safari park, offers paying guests the opportunity to kill as many zombies as they please following an outbreak. Do you want is that to... it? Yep, that's all it <laughs> okay, says. Okay, fine. Uh, stars Do Grace Scott. Oh, he used to be famous. <laughs> he did, indeed. Don't recognise anybody else. Do you want to watch the trailer? Yep. The Chromosyn A outbreak ten years ago was the deadliest pandemic the world has ever known. A virus that kills people and brings them back to life. Despite everything, humanity prevailed. What's it like? Killing them. The resort is a sun-drenched island where guests can pay to shoot the undead. the resort to make your fantasies come true. All guest vehicles away. Pop is live. Chromos and Pandemic gave each of us a story, and those stories led us all to this island. I know you can do it. Because here at the resort, we firmly believe every apocalypse deserves an after-party. That looks like Jurassic Park with zombies. It looks wild. It does. It looks crazy. It looks like it could be good fun. It's like the Lion King with zombies. 
Lion King with zombies. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, so uh, go out and check out Resort or The Resort on Netflix. And we'll be back next week to talk about it. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.